this summer we're bringing you double Koi gig. For me, she's the best English centre-back. Play your best players in their best position. I don't think the captain is droppable, particularly after making the statement of dropping Steph Houghton. Subscribe to the OTV Koi gig pod on the OTV Sports app now. Jodie Townend, how are you? Oh, good, and yourself? Not too bad, thanks. You're the leading lady amateur rider. We're here in Willie Mullins' beautiful yard. Champion trainer, Close Sutton, County Carlo. How long have you been here, Jodie? A long time now. Um, when I, I used to come up on my school holidays even, you know, to Paul was here, so I used to come up an odd day and um, say I was 13 when I first set foot in this place. Wow. Right Jody came as, as Paul's sister um, as a kid, just riding out. Paul asked me, could she come and ride out? And I thought, no problem if you think she's able to ride out here and handle the horses. And she was, you know, from day one, she was well able. She settled in, rode all the horses, um, perfectly you know she was just a natural on a horse she was very light uh, she was keen to do anything you know from from riding work to schooling over hurls and fences and um, she was very good what are we going to be doing today then what's your like day-to-day -day like here in the yard we boards inside there and um, everyone has their own lots so I've three lots um, I have we'll have one first lot um, he actually Dad had him last year and uh, he was sold and ended up here, so it's nice to get to ride him out. And um, then I have Nikini, she ran a few uh, listed bumpers and things last year. And she's just back in now, I'm assuming she's heading for Galway for Maiden Hardle or something, I'm not sure. And then I have Mary Meehan who ran in uh, Maiden Hardle the other day, so um, on for the car then. <laughs> Willie Mullins, what's he like to, to work for? He has his moments. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think everyone else here is probably replaceable bar Willie. It's his drive, you know, and there's more to being a racehorse trainer than training horses and getting them fit. You know, you have, to, you have to get the owners, you have to buy the right horses, you have to manage horses, you have to manage jockeys. Um, you know, I think Willie's jockey situation is, is you know, as strong as any, as any trainer anywhere. On the whole, he's a great boss and, um, you know, he understands racing and... Uh, something goes wrong he wouldn't be long telling you but right. like it's 99% of the time he's straightforward to ride for you know and he's, he understands the game and if something goes wrong he understands and you nearly always have your back you know he's different you know he has an eye for a horse you know he, he you don't really need to tell him how a horse is going he can tell you you know just by watching them and um he's a genius yeah it must be exciting coming in here every day you have a new horse to ride sometimes like it's such a, a fantastic success story, the William Mullins Yard, all the success of Cheltenham and Galway coming up as well. Um, there must be a real buzz around the place and you've got people that support you like Paul and Ruby's here and David Casey and Patrick. Yeah, no, it's true. It's, where else would you want to work really? It's yeah. the, the best in the country, the best in Ireland and England and uh, probably one of the best in the world. So you best of horses, best of staff. Um, yeah, no, sure. Where else would you want to be? So what's the kind of modus operandi now? What do you need to kind of equipment-wise get together before you start riding these lots? Yeah, I must just go down now and get pads out of the drying room and um, get my saddle and get myself ready. And, uh, get a helmet. Pack up, yeah. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> so Jody, now you're going to meet your first horse of the day. Yeah, this is him. What's his name? This is We Love One. This is the horse I won the few races on for Dad last year. So he was actually a homebred down home, so. They're all individuals. Yeah. They're all unique. 
How do you get to know them, their personality? How do you sense uh, each individual? As it, as Actually, they didn't really tell you themselves most of them, you know. And is he a hurdler, a chaser? Um, he won two over hurdles last year, but I wouldn't be surprised if he goes over fences now. Um, he can mix it with both, you know. Mm. He has enough scope to jump a fence as well. He ran a point to point for that, so um, yeah. So no. what can we do with him now today? Uh, he's going to work today, so the, you'll see when we go out the gallops a mile long and um, we work them just down one straight, kind of. So Great War Shark won that amateur race with you three years ago. She was a mare, she was a grey, unusually. <laughs> How does this guy compare? Um, he, totally he, different type of horse? Totally different type of horse. Um, she, she, uh, she could be quite keen and things at home as well. Uh, she isn't everyone used to like riding her, but um, yeah, no, should they be completely different? Uh, she was quite sweet as well, you know. She didn't have any badness in her anthem, sure. but uh, she, she just could be a little bit keen if she wanted to be. Ready for all, aren't you, Shans? Willie Mullins, what a legend. What he's built here is just incredible. An Irish sporting success story, town Cheltenham winners, this magnificent stable here in, in Close Sutton. What have you learned from Willie over the, the years? Plenty. <laughs> like I said, I started coming here when I was 13. I never learned anything anywhere else. So everything I know really bar from down home came from here. Um, I had a great background. Obviously growing up with dad, I started off showing and then show jumping and what not, and did a little bit of pony race, not too much. I'd say that was trying to shove me onto the show jumping, but <laughs> I um, got going. Then I had my first ride in a point to point for dad was a winner. I'm sure the hunger started to grow then, and I'd say he knew he'd lost me <laughs> at that stage. But um, yeah, no, then I started to come up here a bit more often, and my first ride for Willie in the bumper was a winner as well, so we were off to a great start. And. Um, He's been very good to me, you know. Willie and Jody have seemed to have look a bit of luck together as well, you know. But he did, in, he he gave her a chance when uh, when she started first, and um, you know I think listening to them, they they seem to to get on quite well. So uh, hopefully they they their luck can continue. And you know if if when you're riding for Willie, even with Patrick there, when you're riding the second strings, um, you always have a chance when you go out. With, on one of Willie's. You'd learn loads here, you're riding out with the best. Uh, Ruby to be here the odd morning, David Casey, Patrick, Paul, Danny, the list goes on and on, you know, of the lads that are here and they're always willing to give you a hand. Rachel comes in the odd day, sure she's been a great role model for every woman in sport, not a mind women in racing, you know, so um, yeah, no, it's the best place to be really, isn't it? Did that show jumping eventing background help you in terms of grounding, in terms of your riding? It did, definitely. You know, you learn all the basics and it's very easy to hop up in a racehorse there, pull up your irons and look slight. But if you can't get them balanced and you know, get them to carry you properly and things, it definitely helps, you know. I, I love people with a good jumping background, especially show jumping and eventing, uh, hunting, anything, anything like that. It just shows they're very comfortable on a horse and that showed in Jodie's uh, makeup from the very start. You could put her on anything, it didn't seem to phase her. Uh, she's a great ability to settle horses, uh, you know, horses that other people couldn't hold. Jody just sits up on them, becomes part of the horses. Has your style changed much, your riding style over the last few years, like in terms of what you learned? Um, I say I have my own way of riding now and <laughs> everyone kind of knows that. Uh, what is that? Just try and keep things simple. If you're on one of Willie's, you're usually on one of the best horses in the race. She's always riding to be running through the line, you know, she rarely hits the front too soon. Um, she likes to get her horses settled early on. 
and like I said, you like to stay out of trouble. So yeah, you know, some people don't like going wide, but it's, it's something that Willie would never be afraid of, you know, going wide, getting a clear run, getting some nice ground. And um, that's how she rides tactically, and it works very well for her most of the time. She rides quietly. Um, she seems to have a good knack of getting them in the right place, and uh, she can smuggle one into a race without them probably knowing it. So uh, she's a kind rider, and horses seem to run for her, and that's what it's all about. I'm not sure everyone could ride like she does, but she has the knack for it. You've got a strong, close relationship with Paul. Yeah, I do. Um, sure, Paul was young enough when he moved out, so I was only eight, I'd say, eight or nine. And um, so since I came up here now, and I always stay with Paul, and um, sure, it's great, great crack together. And um, I think the big part was when I actually started out, it was great to have him. Joe, the way can be a fairly daunting place to walk into by yourself, but um, he was always there if I ever needed anything, you know? They do. They, uh, Paul would be much quieter than Jody. He wasn't always that way, but he is now. And um, yeah, they, they work well together. You know, often times it can be hard to work a family, but uh, they, uh, they seem to spark off each other. Paul and Jody get on very well. They don't, they're not in competition for one another. I think Paul keeps an eye out uh, for his sister. And, you know, we, we always discuss if I want to put Jody over jumps, I discuss it with Paul first whether um, this horse would be suitable for Jody. You know, he, he looks after her like an older brother should. You were out for nine months, so you had a, you broke your back. Yeah, I uh, got a fall schooling. It was simple fall, you know, it could happen to anyone. And um, I knew as soon as I got up, something was wrong. But um, there was, I fractured my T12 vertebrae and uh, it was just whatever, it wasn't a simple fracture, you know, it was compressed in like it was just pressing on my spinal cord so um they had to operate and like six screws and two rods put in but like as soon as i was out of the operation i up and walking straight away because everything was stabilized you know well, there's so, a few complications though then and then i thought it was going to be straightforward till i was up and i was away and there was no bother with me and um i suppose it was eight to ten weeks later when things were supposed to be getting better that they weren't you know and it all flared up and there was an infection found in it and so they washed it out and then that wasn't enough so when they looked deeper into the swabs and stuff there was the infection had gone into the bone so all the metal work had to be taken out and stuff because obviously washing it out wasn't enough so then i was on a drip for six weeks after that and but that had a job keep me off the horse for those six weeks <laughs> with the drip hanging out of my arm. Um, I'm sure I did sneak up and do a show jumper at home once or twice, but <laughs> we keep that in the quiet. Okay. But uh, yeah, no, sure, I was ready to get the drip out in. And sure, when you're feeling well, it's hard not to do anything, you know, when you just want to get back. And everything was after clearing up at that stage. And um, once I got the drip out, I was back back riding out the racehorses. How did you keep yourself going just mentally? Like, was it tough at times? Yeah, it was. There was a few long nights now, Joe. Um, I suppose the injury was, yeah, it was hard for the, the injury itself was, was bad enough. And then the, the afterwards of that, that just prolonged, <coughs> excuse me, the, the recovery for so long. And, um, you know, we were seeing her and that she, like the, the the bones were mending but you know it, she wasn't getting any relief from the pain of it so uh, she went through a, a feral time of it i suppose it was grand until the infection you know and then you're waiting to get back and you're saying am i ever going to get back like so it um 
yeah, no, it was tough, but I suppose it makes all the success even sweeter. And that success on Great White Shark in that big amateur race, the Connacht Hotel Handicap at, at Galway. It's the race, the one race that all the amateurs want to win. And, um, you know, lots of guys go through the career and never win it. That's the sort of race, like, you know, Nina Carvey never won it, Katie Walsh never won it, I never won it. I don't think Ted ever won it. I, I believe you didn't even find out that you were riding the horse till very late. Yeah, no, it was five minutes before 12 o'clock, I'd say, the day declarations before I was dropped off on her. And um, sure it's great. I was delighted. I, I was only after a few rides back. wasn't really expecting to get anything in the race. And um, she had a lightweight, so it was great that Willie put me up on her. Any of Willie's horses have a chance. He's not in, he doesn't run them just for the, for the sake of running them. So you have to take the opportunities when they come. And I think Jodie doesn't leave very much behind. What do you remember about the day itself, the instructions, the way the race panned out? Yeah, no, he told me she can be quite keen, like, so if just if she was settled to leave her settle. And, um, yeah, no, she did, thank God, she jumped out and she dropped the whole lap for me. All locked away. And they're off. Prominent in the early stages towards the inside act in time and prospectus. League of Spain is close up, Brazos improves towards the outside. When I got one run up the hill, she, she started to motor for me. Baba Boom not far behind him. Mr. Adjudicator is on the rail with a white cap, tracking the leading group. New Cross outside them, then Great White Shark. Literal C is towards the inner. I suppose it took me a few strides after the line to think what happens, you know. Final four, Great White Shark, Chess Grandmaster, Rovetta and Great Trango. They have about five and a half furlongs to race. They're tightly grouped as they head to the turn at the top of the hill. Foil illusion coming round them as they straighten up. Never rush a con in the black colours in the centre of the track. Prospectus, Dalton Highway with the noseband down the outside. Shakespeare's Galley, Great White Shark staying on well down the outside. And Literal C and Great White Shark has come through to lead. Great White Shark and Jody Town and stretching on to win. The Connaught Hotel handicap from Dalton Highway in second, Literal C third. Mr. Adjudicator was fourth ahead of Never a Chacon and Baba Boom. With Mighty and you know the crowd were there back then as well, like they're going to be back again this year and uh, be back to normal and just walking back in, you know, the atmosphere sure. I say it didn't really hit me until a few days after what was after happening, really, you know. It was a mighty uh, day for us all. Um, she was obviously coming back from an injury, so that kind of put her back, uh, her name, and in people's minds again and you know in this game when you're when you're missing you're you're forgotten about very quickly so um you know it's the feature race for the the amateurs up there and you know it's 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 a highlight of, of any amateur's career to win that. Come back and win in Galway, win the the race that every amateur wants to win uh, was fantastic. I think everyone was delighted for her. Said it's hard to even describe like Joe it was a little bit overwhelming, I suppose. It was my first winner back, even, and for it to be in that race, you know, it's such a big race, and the atmosphere, Galway, and I'd never had a Galway winner before, not to mind to win that race. And, um, yeah, like I said, all the interviews, and even now I'd go back and watch the race, you know, <laughs> if you're having a bad day, whatever, it was just... I uh, know it was magic. You know? Well, ladies and gentlemen, once again, the Connacht Hotel Qualified Riders Handicap has thrown up an exciting finish. And please welcome back in our winner. It's Great White Shark in the colours of owner Malcolm Denmark, trained by the champion trainer Willie Mullins, and ridden to victory by Jody Townend. So well done indeed. Yeah, we were slagging Patrick that he hasn't won yet. Good. <laughs> we're keeping that without this year. <laughs> It hasn't been Patrick's luckiest race, but there we are, you know. Uh, Jodie has won there and I have to catch up with her. 
since she's come back from that injury, she's just continued to improve and improve and improve. And a bit like Rachel Blackmore, every opportunity she's got, she's taken it. Yeah, myself and Paddy have a great little bit of rivalry in fairness. So you knock a bit of banter out of it as well, you know. Um, During the race? Sometimes, yes. <laughs> you told us earlier on that when you won on Great White Shark at Galway in that massive amateur derby, oh. it wasn't even there. <laughs> no, you went off home. What? I think they were sitting outside the chipper in Burr. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, I'd hit the road home and was watching it in the car on the way home, so uh, I got a bit of slagging over that. I think he, he, he was kind of regretting that all right at the time, but uh, I didn't leave him leave it down for a while. What's your ambition then, going the next few years? Um, I suppose I haven't ridden a Cheltenham yet. I'd love to get a spin in Cheltenham and um, keep my name on that trophy for the ladies' title, I think. Yeah, everyone's targeting Galway now. Um, it's harder and harder to get into the, the, the Galway hurdle or the Galway plate, uh, you need such a high level of horse now just to get into the race. So um, it's prize money, it's, it, they're two valuable pots and um, you know, they're, for the summer months, they're the, they're, they're, they're the market races, I suppose, aren't they? You know, and uh, Galway's such a big festival, always gets a good crowd and um, yeah, the, the, the competition is, is ramping up there every year. Well, Galway have been tremendous. Uh, improving their track and improving their prize money and looking after everyone, uh, you know, from punters, uh, trainers, owners, uh, everyone gets looked after. It's a, it's a huge meeting. You'd like to try and win the plate and the obvious one that stands out is the, um, the Connacht Hotel's handicap on the Monday. It's going to be fantastic this year, I think, with all the full crowds. Uh, you know, the people are absolutely bursting to get back to Galway and um, with, you know, with full everything open as normal, so um, we're all looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to having crowds back there and having that atmosphere there because it's, it's a unique festival in that there's more of a party atmosphere at Galway than there is at any other festival. And the laughing uh, assassin or smiling assassin, is that, is that, a, is that a, a phrase that's been associated with you? No, no. I don't know where he thought it out. <laughs> I think my son Patrick crowned Jody smiling assassin because every time in a race that she goes by and She's just laughing. It should have been laughing assassin, but uh, she just laughs at Patrick. And um, uh, I think he enjoyed it too. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I didn't go out of that, but uh, she's, uh, she's, I, I kind of, I, I seem to hear the Jaws music anytime I see, feel her coming on my outside. <laughs>